Hey everyone, it's Max. Uh, Look, it's a tough time right now. I hope everyone's keeping safe. I wanted to thank all of the generous people who donated to the Relic Patreon the last month. I don't like to get too personal on this podcast, but as some of you may know, I was recently laid off work along with a lot of other people at my company. Uh, Hopefully this situation doesn't last long for myself or anyone else, to be quite honest, because it is pretty dire. Um, But if you're listening to this episode in a few weeks from April 2020, then hopefully my situation as well as everyone else's has changed. Um, But I wanted to give a shout out to the following people who really helped make my month. Uh, And I apologize in advance if I screw up your name. So thanks to Ray and Vargas, who's one of my longtime listeners, Liz and Samantha from the Perhaps It's You podcast. You guys are awesome. Michelle Scheidler, Lucy Charvel. Louisa Landshark, that's a cool name, and Kate Shaw from Strange Animals Podcast. So I wanted to dedicate this bonus episode to the listeners, but specifically all of you who donated on Patreon. Uh, Also starting from now, April 2020 to the end of May, all of the bonus episodes on Patreon are going to be free for listeners. So it's my special thanks for keeping me sane. I hope it helps you in any way. Um, I really always love when someone says that they love the podcast so i wanted to share some of the uh bonus content there's stuff on the lost ruby slippers from the wizard of oz set um nixon's missing tape recordings things like that the lost doctor who episodes uh the sunken bell of king damazetti definitely check all of that out but anyways without further ado the episode In my research on the lost Fabergé eggs, I came across a few outstanding examples of the late Russian jeweler's craftsmanship. But one design in particular, which was not brought up in the previous episode, is a piece simply known as the Winter Egg. It caught my eye because it was so different from the others, and it turns out, out of all of the eggs, the Winter has the most documented history. It was also one of the few imperial eggs created by a woman. That woman in question was Alma Pill. At only 20 years old and living in St. Petersburg, she was apprenticed to her uncle Albert Holmstrom, who was Fabergé's head jeweler. Alma's strengths were her keen eye for detail, which balanced both design and budget. Her sketches were meticulous, and on occasion she would create her own jewelry designs. Her uncle was aware of her talents, but when they were brought to the attention of the sales department, the higher-ups allowed Alma to assist in the handiwork of the shop's artisanal pieces. In 1912, the inventor and industrialist Dr. Emmanuel Nobel, father of Alfred Nobel, you know, of the Peace Prize, put in a commission for 40 brooches. Nobel had many international buyers and clients, and their wives often accompanied them to Nobel's business dinners. As a gesture of gratitude, Nobel wanted to give them all a special gift. However, he didn't want the pieces to be made out of expensive material, as this could be seen by the clients as bribery. So the Fabergé workshop had a challenge on their hands. Design 40 pieces in a very short amount of time that had to resemble expensive jewelry without actually being expensive jewelry. The workshop's top designers racked their brains, but couldn't come up with a design that satisfied all of the specific criteria. And time was running out. 
January in St. Petersburg is probably colder than most places in the world. And on one of these winter mornings, Alma came into the workshop and noticed the icy frost patterns creeping up the windows. As the morning light illuminated them, Alma was struck by the image of a garden of frozen flowers. Inspiration took hold and she began to design Nobel's commissioned brooches based off of flowers made from ice. The designs were a success. Nobel was charmed and Alma's frost flowers became her signature motif, which she incorporated into bracelets, brooches, and other pieces of fine jewelry. As Alma built up her prestige, Fabergé decided that she would craft the Dowager Empress's yearly Easter egg. Alma chose the concept of Easter as a time of rebirth, when snow and ice melt away and greenery takes hold again. The result was the Winter Egg of 1913, one of the last imperial eggs delivered to the royal family before the revolution. The egg's base is carved from Siberian rock crystal, which resembles a bed of ice. Carefully placed rivers of diamonds create the illusion of ice melting during springtime. The detachable egg is made of opaque rock crystal, with frost and snowflake patterns etched into the material. The egg's surprise is a basket of flowers made out of platinum. The carved flowers are intricately and delicately crafted out of quartz, diamond, nephrite, garnet, and surrounded by moss made out of gold. The winter egg was such a hit that Alma was asked to design the next year's imperial egg as well. This, the mosaic egg, would be her last, as the revolution soon toppled the Russian monarchy and the Fabergé company was nationalized. The winter egg was, for a time, considered lost. In 1927, it was sold to Emanuel Snowman of Wartsky Jewelers in London, after which it passed down to several other owners over the years. In 1949, it disappeared after its owner passed away, until it miraculously resurfaced after it was discovered in a safe somewhere in London around the year 1994. After this, it was sold by Christie's Auction House and then sold again in 2002 to the former Emir of Qatar, where it resides in his private collection. Unlike the fates that befell many of the people involved in the story of the Fabergé eggs, Alma Pill was given a far happier ending. In 1921, she and her husband fled Soviet Russia for Finland, where she became an art school teacher for the rest of her life. She was beloved by her students and spent her days in relative peace, instructing and making art.